Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. He's the pride of Fairbury, an average Joe. Bill Dolman, the professor. I had a 6 ACT in 1967. One time I got an A and my grandma beat me for cheating. Now with Hale Varsity Radio. Tower 2, it's Hale Varsity. We're powered by Cornhead Lager, Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, the pride of Fairbury, NBC Sports. Professor Bill Dolman is with us. Billy D, I'm just getting piled on by a couple of listeners during the break. Apparently, I'm looking older every break. The listeners must be wearing me out. That isn't the case. I'm flat out excited. The the stream has grown. Walter <laughs> says I'm passing a gallstone. Cliff chimes in and says, keep pushing. I haven't had a kidney stone for eight years. Thank God. So that's uh, that's big. A uh, lot to get wait, to, wait, Bill. Wait, wait, wait. So you were in your 30s when you got a kidney stone? Isn't that young? I, I'd have surgery twice. What? Yeah. Apparently I did too much salt. Not enough water? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm well no. on my way to a kidney stone. I know it. <laughs> uh, how's your kidney stones, Bill? Are you good or are you breaking glass? <laughs> you, you know, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about myself after uh, hearing the uh, online doctor's reports on you. <laughs> Usually when I check in on this show, it looks like you're ready to go knock off a liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. I got a kick out of one of Cliff's comments. He was listening to Will Wilson's news and someone ripped off a bunch of credit cards. It was a kind of a, a coast-to-coast thing, and someone ripped off uh, a big box store for 1100 bucks. and old Cliff's like, hold my beer, that's weak. <laughs> I, I could go on a bigger spree than that. Uh, don't steal, well, kids. Do you remember that time that I found like 50 credit cards all bundled up in here? No. Yeah, I heard this story. I have not. I still like, got no resolution. There's like 50 random credit cards from different people. Just sitting in a, a desk over there, and I, I, I gave it to the powers that be around here. It was Julia at the time, you'd know. Yeah. And uh, the police were called, and they took it. I never heard anything about that. Really? So I never... that, was that after they went through Kathy Blythe's desk when she retired? <laughs> <laughs> That's a stray. Wow. <laughs> Jacobson, Scott Young. <laughs> there, there was like a couple spouses of people that used to work here. Their credit cards were in there, but then just a whole bunch of random people. So I never knew why there were 50 credit cards just sitting in the desk. The most there. important question is, are they expired? Some of them were, some of them weren't. That's what was concerning, and that's why the police were called. And mm. I, I, don't, I never got a resolution, so I don't know if the police found anything. Wow. Well, let's dive in, Billy <laughs> D. Uh, Polynesian Bull. A, are you watching? B, are you prepared for over or underreaction tonight from it? Yeah, I will probably watch. Same. You know, um, I well, I to be honest with you, I didn't know there was a Polynesian Bowl. But now you do. Probably a couple of weeks ago. Malachi Cohen played it last that, year, Bill. And then I learned that Dylan Raiola won the punt passing kick contest like Andy Reid did when he was 14. Different body uh, type. Yeah, you know, I uh, saw. So I didn't realize Pat McAfee won a punt passing kick competition too. But uh, you know, yeah, yeah, look, 
it, it's pretty cool that there are the the three Nebraska players there. They had three of them that did well in the All America game. Uh, it's just you know it just continues to prolong this championship off season that Nebraska football enjoys. You know, uh, and then we get you know word that every coach that's taken another job, there's another two or three players that are visiting Nebraska, and you know there's one from Washington, and now there's a mass exodus out of Arizona. Uh, who knows what Nebraska's roster is going to look like when spring football begins and hell what my classes might look like on Monday when mm. classes begin. Bill, you've given me inspiration here on the Hale Varsity Radio punt passing kick competition. I, I just fear what that looked like uh, if it was conducted in Morgantown during the McAfee era. <laughs> Whole new meaning to it. After last call, well, there's that great viral video that went out last week, and I'm sure he posted it of when he won the competition. Uh, he was like 14, 15 years old, and he went to uh, Rich Stadium in Buffalo and got the award. And he's wearing a Steelers jersey, and they, he got booed. <laughs> he, he knew what he, he knew yeah, he what he was doing. Too. So I mean, it, it's his star was born then. College football news says seven and five. Nebraska wins their first six. Early, early 2024 projection. They come out of a bye and lose at Indiana because it's the dreaded yeah. trap game. And then they lose at Ohio State. Uh, they, and then they, Nebraska starts 6-0. and And then they, they only win one of their final seven. How does that grab you for 7-5? and five? Well, I got them unbeaten. So I'm willing to meet the guy in the middle on that. Uh, when I saw the loss to Indiana with a new head coach... Uh, a cocky head coach. What's that? Is it a cocky head coach? Yeah, you, you know, I, I'm not sure that, that that's a trap game necessarily. For, sure it is, because it'll be boring. I'm, I, I've said forever and today, those games where there's no atmosphere are the toughest games to play, and that's where your traps are. But I think that, you know, Nebraska will probably be uh, on a pretty good roll by, by that time. And with, you know, Signetti being in his first season, and they're still getting adapted to Big Ten play and all that. I have a hard time believing that's going to be a trap. Um, I, I'm not quite sure the enamorment with UCLA. Yeah. In Lincoln, um, I mean, what did UCLA finish this season? Six and six, and went to a bowl game or something like that. Close to it. Chip Kelly was on a hot seat and probably still is. Um, in fact, I thought if if Nick Saban is not going to be the college football czar, uh, Chip Kelly saying what we said 20 years ago, I thought. You know, maybe he would be somebody who might step away and have the energy in his early 60s to uh, to have a, a job like that because um, I think he understands. But I, I don't see where UCLA is, you know, going to roll into Lincoln as a dominant program. So there's two two games right there that I would put in the other column. A win over Wisconsin is what was predicted because that's at home and a loss at Iowa. Uh, okay. Uh, but I, I think Nebraska is going to be much better than seven and five. I said it last hour, Bill. I thought that list sucked. Like among the Pac-12 teams that you're picking to potentially make the the Big Ten title game, make sure you're picking USC and not Oregon. I think Oregon would be the most ready. They have Michigan State having a pretty good year, despite the fact that it's a first year head coach. I know Schmitty likes Jonathan Smith. I'm not sold just yet. Just everything about that list is confusing me. Even the fact that you have Ohio State in the title game with. No answers at quarterback that I can see right now ahead of a, a school like Penn State that's got Drew Aller or a school like Michigan that's been dominant in the Big Ten over the last couple of years. There's so many things with that list 
that just rubbed me the wrong way. I don't think it's USC a good being anointed as tied for fourth, like they're going to be physical. I mean, they have the talent, yeah, but on the lines of scrimmage, there's talent there too. But they've not been been tough enough and to they, even hang in the Pac-12. They had one of the worst defenses in the Pac-12 last season. You've got to go through a mentality change. That's a cultural type change at USC to get that defense to play the way it needs to play, and also the heir apparent to Caleb Williams left town before Caleb Williams and went to Boise. You know, Malachi, was it Nelson? Malachi Nelson, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was supposed to be the heir apparent, right? And now he's gone. So, you know, they got some questions at quarterback. uh, But I think when you're talking about the the defense at USC, that's a a cultural shift. uh, And I don't think you necessarily turn that around in an entire – in just one season. So they'll probably be good, but – I don't think there should be feared. No, fair, fair there. Husker basketball. Before we go there, Cliff has a great idea for the Hale Varsity Radio punt, pass, and kick competition. He says make it the punt, pass, drink, and kick competition. That could work. <laughs> Brennan wants to, to do a, a, a viewer slash listener competition. The winner gets to go on the road trip with uh, us to Ohio State. Come to USC with us. Let's make it a 24-hour road trip. If we do both of those next year, that's incredible. I'll drive. Dolman, we're getting the RV. We're going to kidnap Mitch like uh, that scene in old school. We're going to show up outside the grocery store. (laughs) We're going to take Mitch away from his shopping cart. (laughs) Duct tape him and throw him in the back. (laughs) Shannon Shannon will be waiting home with the kids wanting to know where the the groceries are. (laughs) He's fine. Give me the Cheez-Its. So Husker basketball, uh, pretty big ball game tomorrow what do you think of fred's tone from his presser i I didn't get a chance to hear his uh, press conference uh, because i've been in the last several hours a video game competition put on by my colleague amon green Mm. so i apologize for not listening to fred hoiberg but when mom when a mom wants to play video games what were you playing damn it you play video games tecmo uh no we played uh something called toaster ball uh, which is like a, uh, a, a a pong game with toasters that shoot toast. And mm. uh, and uh, we had a big competition. Uh, I did not win it, and uh, nor did he, but he had a big championship belt and everything, you know. So, I, I'm, I, you know, I was, I was checked out on Fred, so I apologize. But, damn it, I had more important things to do with the Coach AMC. No, I, I love it. Well, Fred talked about the fact that Nebraska's a damn good team. They've shown glimpses of that. They've been a, a good team at home. It's about finishing on the road. But this team has uh, been a problem for not just Fred, but for Nebraska, i.e. Northwestern, tomorrow. But you've got Ohio State coming to town Tuesday. You got to get back to 500. Is it too soon to wonder about tipping point as far as whether you go into a bit of a tailspin? And, and, and listen, you're going to have some peaks and some valleys in major college basketball where you go on a losing streak, you go on a win streak, and you just pray it all evens out. Uh, Gary at least isn't gone for the year. That's big. Yeah. That's yeah, that's significant because when he left the floor at Rutgers, I mean, there were there were tears, and I think you know you and I were watching the game together, thinking that that, that might be like there a wasn't enough there wasn't enough alcohol to <laughs> yeah. in the bar to to sit through that thing a second time. Look, look, you know, Nebraska. Let, let me I'm, I'm going to do the math here. Nebraska's lost three games to Minnesota and Rutgers. 
They dominated that first half at Minnesota and blow the second half with their worst performance of the season. Then they dominate for 12 minutes or so against Rutgers, blow a 12-point lead, come back, build another 12-point lead, and lose again. And those three losses could be really damaging for Nebraska when the tournament decide the tournament committee decides who gets to play. Nebraska is one of the best 64 teams in the country, 68, but they don't the best teams don't make the tournament because you have these conference automatic qualifiers. But if Nebraska gets held out of the tournament, they can look back to the second half of the Minnesota game, the second half of the first half against Rutgers and the second half of the second half against Rutgers. They blew two winnable road games, and everybody talks about how difficult it is to win on the road in conference play. That's absolutely true. But when you have them for the taking, you got to take them and run and put them in the PBA vault bank, the safe deposit box. So those two performances, those three performances, are going to be very costly. If they can come back and play well, which I think that they, they typically do, you know, when they, when they embarrass themselves, which, let's face it, that Rutgers loss was embarrassing. When, when they have losses like that, they have, they, this team has come back to play well, especially at home. So as difficult as Northwestern has supposedly been, and they have been, um, I, I think that this is the bounce-back game that Nebraska has. I think most students will be back to fill those seats. With Danny coming back, I think it's fantastic. I think the timing, the timing is right in terms of Nebraska basketball history, but the timing is right for a crowd to be energized and to give Nebraska home court advantage. Uh, I think they can. I think they'll knock off Northwestern, and they should beat Ohio State. Do they give Danny the mic to address the crowd? Oh, and yeah. o- and over under on if he breaks Pesci's f bomb record in Casino's desert scene. Ooh, I might have to do some analytics on that. I've got some MIT friends. Uh, I think he'll be on his best. Do they go behavior. to the casino with you? <laughs> <laughs> I think he'll be on his best behavior. Uh, might might you know drop a couple of dams, uh, but uh, I think giving him the microphone to adjust the crowd would be a wonderful touch. Uh, he would certainly be better than the superstars at halftime. Uh, so I, I think that I, I think Danny is really going to be. I'm not sure he's an emotional guy. But I think he's going to be really, really touched by the reception that he's going to get uh, in Lincoln. I think it's really new. Bill Dolman's with us, NBC Sports, Pride of Fairbury, and uh, the professor as he gets second semester rolling. Any thoughts on NFL this weekend? I think San Francisco needs to be uh, on the lookout. Really? Uh, Yeah, I uh, I think the pack is rolling. I like the Cowboys to have an enjoyable week off uh, <laughs> without any pressure. Uh, I think that's good. Uh, I like the Texans. I love the Lions. I mean, I'm, I'm loving all the underdog stories, you know, uh, in, in, in this season. So, um, and I'm anxious for the Bills-Chiefs game. I think that's going to be a, a pretty cool uh, outdoor atmosphere. I Let's put a dome in Buffalo. No, come on. You know, uh, so I, I think that'll be a fun game to watch. I cannot believe that that's Pat Mahomes' first playoff road game. That's that's an amazing uh, statistic on its own. But I like Buffalo in that one. It's Bill Dolman with us here on Hale Varsity Radio as we look ahead to the weekend of NFL. And 
Bill, if you had to pick it right now, who do you have as your, your Super Bowl champion the way it's currently unfolding here in the postseason? Mm, pretty tough to beat the Ravens, I think. Uh, I think Lamar Jackson's playing really well. And what's great about Lamar Jackson is he played for his contract to get his contract. And not only has he gotten it, though, then he's gone on after that to earn it. A lot of times, you know, guys play in that contract year to get those uh, those big numbers, and then they just sit on it and, and enjoy the guarantee, um, you know, escape to Cleveland like Deshaun Watson. Um, but I, I, Lamar Jackson has played, you know, this season like a guy who said I, I, he put it up last year, it made people shut up, and, and he's putting it up again. I, I think that's really respectable what he's doing. I think they kind of got it going on, and, and maybe it's maybe it's the Harbaugh's year. Uh, to, to sweep the championships. Bill Dolman with us. At Bill Dolman on Twitter. Catch him with Mitch Sherman on the Average Joe Sports Show podcast. Billy D will check in this weekend. Thanks for the time. All right, boys. Go Big Red, and great to see Danny Nee in town. That is awesome. Jeff Smith, part of that Nee staff up next.